0: Welcome to Between the Shelves, the premier Save a Library podcast. I am joined once again by Stephanie from Adult Services. Hello. Marianne, head of teen services. Hi. And Meg, our children librarian. Hello. Welcome back, everybody. So this episode is a what are you into episode. So we're going to be talking about what we're into right now. Um, anyone want to jump off first? I don't mind going. Okay. I'll go. I got to stop asking that. That's I do it right. every time. Just, just <laughs> Yeah. Um, oh, one quick note of business before we get started. We had some fifth graders come through the library a couple of weeks ago and they did a tour of the Sable studio where we're recording this podcast right now. And we gave them some prompts, things to talk about, and a few of them talked about some of their summer plans. So in between our little breaks in between everyone talking, you're going to be hearing some fifth graders. From uh, Lincoln Ave, Cherry Ave, and...
1: Sunrise Drive. Sunrise
0: Drive. (laughs) Talking about what they want to do this summer. So definitely gave that a listen. The kids were were great. Um, So let's talk about what we're into. I'll go first. So I think I mentioned this on a previous episode. I started watching every Best Picture winner of the Oscars starting from the first in 1927. I'm up to 1941 right now.
2: Wow. What was that one?
0: 1941 is How Green Was My Valley. Uh, actually, I haven't seen that one yet, so technically I'm up through 1940. Um, so most of them are, are pretty uh, terrible. <laughs> uh, the last great one I, I saw, I already talked about it, was Sunrise, A uh, Song of Two Humans. Is that what the title? The title is so bad. I should just call it Sunrise. That one was great. That was 1927. Since then, I've watched two other good ones in the thirteen years since then. Uh, the first one is "You Can't Take It with You" by Frank Capra. Has anyone seen this? Mm-hmm, Frank Capra, so Frank Capra. Yeah, he's a great. He's great. He directed um, "It's a Wonderful Life," mm-hmm. which is one of my favorite movies yes, ever. It's one, it's one of the best one. movies ever. Um, so this movie was kind of like a prototype for "It's a Wonderful Life." It has Jimmy Stewart in a lead. He's uh, one of the leads, uh, but it also has Lionel Barrymore, who is the mean mr potter in it's a wonderful life but in this movie he plays the lead protagonist which is very weird to see mr mean mr potter as like this lovable old jolly sort so that was a little weird but uh the story's really great it has all the humor that it's a wonderful life has very very similar dialogue very similar writing um a lot of the same characters like I i wish i could remember like a lot of the background characters, or characters who had like just a few lines in *It's a Wonderful Life*, are in this one too, playing different characters. Um, the story's different. It's about uh, the son of a snobbish Wall Street banker, uh, who is played by Jimmy Stewart, becomes engaged to a woman from a good-natured but decidedly eccentric family, uh, who's led by Lionel Barrymore. He's the he's the head eccentric of the family, um, and not really realizing that his father is trying jimmy stewart's father is trying to force the other family out of their home for a real estate development deal so it's kind of like these two houses are you know have like this confrontation and then you know at the center of things is jimmy stewart and his love interest who are kind of caught in between the two families um it's a great story it's a great romance again it's very funny very heartwarming if you like frank capra if you like it's a wonderful life you owe it to yourself to watch this movie um, it's from 1940, it's black and white, so it's not all flashy and everything, but it's still a great movie, very heartwarming, very funny.
3: What was the name again?
0: Um, you Can't Take It With You. The other movie is Rebecca by Alfred Hitchcock. It's the only Alfred Hitchcock movie to win Best Picture, which I've, is a shock. It's a shame. Um, this one stores Laurence Olivier and Joan Fontaine. It's the story of a young woman who marries a wealthy widower only to find out that she must live in the shadow of his former wife, Rebecca, who died mysteriously several years earlier. Uh, so it's this is like one of the first thrillers. Like This is like a pillar of the thriller genre. Um, it's great. Alfred Hitchcock is a master at what he does, and this is one of his first true masterpieces. This movie is fantastic. The tension just builds and builds and builds as you're... Um, the, the story follows the, the newlywed, the, the wife, and she's now, she's dropped into this grand manor with all these servants and all the servants kind of have it against her because they're all, they all love Rebecca, the, the deceased wife. So the, the tension just builds as like the staff is just giving her like all this crap <laughs> all the time and, uh, and her husband's kind of mysterious and you start getting little drips about, you know, how did Rebecca die? And there's like all, it's, it's, the tension just builds and builds and builds and the, the ending is epic. It's fantastic. Very, very good movie. It's, it holds up very well. So if you love thrillers, I definitely recommend it. Don't be turned off that it's from 1940. Um, so yeah, those are the two movies I am really into right now. I'm going to keep going. I'll, I'm gonna, my oh, goal okay. is to finish watching all the best picture winners before our next Oscar episodes, which oh, is, so. all right. Well, I mean, you got
3: have, some time. I, I got here. some time.
0: Yeah. yeah. And at, at this rate, I'll definitely won't be a problem.
3: Mm-hmm. Those are two very good choices. Yeah. From Alfred Hitchcock and yeah Frank Capra. Yeah. I'm intrigued and I want to watch those
0: now. Yeah. Everything else, do not waste your time with. Okay. <laughs> we'll refer to
3: you when we want. Yeah. So, yeah. Please do. I'm happy rather, to talk but this about it, be, it. Yes. this
0: winning one. Okay. So that's what I'm. That's what I'm into. Oh, let's uh, let's take a break and listen to some of those fifth graders. And when we come back, uh, Marianne will will pick up where we left off.
4: Hi, my name is Izzy, and I'm from Sunrise. So and I'm really excited for summer. This year, I'm going to Hershey, uh, Hershey, Pennsylvania, and I can't wait for middle school. Hi, my name is Lillian, and I'm going to Hershey Park over the summer. And I'm also going to Montauk. Hi, my name is Nate. I go to Sunrise Drive, and my favorite thing to do in the summer is riding my bike. Hi. My name is Emily. I go to Sunrise Drive Elementary, and I'm really excited for middle school next year. This summer, I'm going to be taking a bunch of acting classes at one of my favorite theater places. Hi, my name is Vanessa Montelto. I go to Sunrise Drive, and my dream vacation is Hawaii because it's very nice, and the water is nice and blue. And there's palm trees. Hi, my name is Alex Graziano, and my dream, and I go to Sunrise Drive, and my dream vacation would probably be going to like a Caribbean island, um, because the waters like clear and it's really nice and warm. Hi, my name is Cameron Caruso, and I go to Sunrise Drive, and my dream vacation is going to Greece because my my dad grew up there for some of his life when he was. Yeah, like 5 event. but that's what I want to go Hi my name is Brady Noah, and I go to Sunrise Drive Elementary School and I'm very really excited to go to 6th grade and have fun in the summer So I plan on like going on my bike a lot like going in the woods a lot like hitting jumps on the next park and doing a lot of stuff with my friends and you know. all and, um, the main thing that I'm excited about is to, I like, go to the Yankees game at the end of the summer. I'm going with, like, all friends and, all friends and stuff at the end of the summer. So it'll be really exciting, it'll be really exciting to go there at the end of the summer. So, and, like, my brother has a baseball game, baseball tournament at, in Cooperstown. And I'm excited to go there with a whole bunch of kids and stuff. So I'm excited for sixth grade too, to meet like a whole bunch of other kids and stuff and do new stuff, learn new stuff. So that's what I'm mainly excited for, for the summer in sixth grade. Hi, my name is Robin Julius, and I go to Sunrise Drive. This year, I am excited to start middle school. And I have I actually have a few friends in my middle school, which I'm very excited to go see. I also have friends in some of the other schools, which I will be seeing. This summer I might be taking a junior lifeguarding class. Um, I'm also gonna be going to a few summer programs this year at the li- at the library and on other places. Hi, my name is Avery. I go to Sunrise Drive. Um What I'm mostly excited for middle school is like meeting all the new people and teachers and I'm really excited to meet new people and like do all these new classes. Hello, my name is Adriana. I go to Sunrise Drive. This summer, my goal is to get my back tough. Hi, my name is Lily and this is Abby, Savannah, Adriana, and Maddie. And we go to Sunrise Drive Elementary School and we're going to talk about what we're doing this summer. Abby, what are you doing? This summer I might be going to Hershey Park and and we'll be spending a lot of time at the beach. What about you, Savannah? Same, I might go to Hershey Park, a couple sports tournaments and definitely go to the beach a lot. How about you, Adriana? I'm probably going to be going to Hershey Park, the beach, the pool and a lot more. I'm going to be going to the old forge with my grandparents and a lot of beach days. I'm going to I might go to Montauk. I'm definitely going to go in the pool, to the beach and ride my bike a lot. Hi, my name is Zoe. Hi, my name is Michaela. Hi, my name is Avelyn. Hi, my name is Grace. And today we're all going to talk about some things we could do over the summer. First, start. We're going to do Michaela. So I'm going to go to Orlando for a soccer tournament, and we're going to stay there for two weeks. I'm going to go with Grace. Hi, I'm, I'm Grace, and I'm going to Virginia. Now let's have Evelyn. Hi, I'm Evelyn, and I might go to Ireland. And there's me, Zoe, and I am going to do. I probably do camping with my family. I'm probably going to see my cousins that I can't see for two years. Uh, And yeah, that's all. That's
3: all we have today. Bye! Bye, (laughs) students! All
0: right, Marianne, what are you into?
3: So um, I want to talk about um, two books that I read recently and show. So I have three things, but I'll try and make it very quick. So um, one of the books that I just finished, actually this morning, is called Hestia Strikes a Match by Christine Grillo. It's a 2023, um, and it is, it was a really good book. It's a literary fiction. Um, This story is about Hestia, a woman in her 40s. She's living in Baltimore. We are sometime in the near future, and America is in its second civil war. So it's the Unionists versus the Confederates, Um, the North versus the South again. Hestia's husband abandoned her to fight for the Union and she hasn't seen or heard from him in several years. Um, We get to know Hestia, she's quirky. Um, We get to know her through the various men that she dates um, and she meets them through dating apps and we get to know her through her relationships at her job. Um, as Hestia is living her ordinary life, around her are terrorist bombings. She gets alerts on her phone from an app that tells you where um, where it's safe and not safe to be right now in her neighborhood. Um, a lot of the reviews said that this book had laugh-out-loud moments, um, but I didn't find it funny at all. Funny. <laughs> <I> know <laughs> She's a very quirky character, and I think people found her funny. I didn't really find her funny, but um, I, I liked her. She was a, a very likable character. I found the book actually altered realistic Um, and it made me think about my relationships especially with family and uh, with family and friends that have you know very different political viewpoints as myself Um, so Hestia and her parents um, specifically her parents are on opposite ends of the political spectrum so Hestia is in the unionist area while her parents are confederates Um, they're They're known as... The country is known as the United... Well, we're the United States of America. It's a wealthy country, universal health care, free school lunches, etc. And the South is known as the new confederated states of America. So um, kids are going to school starving. They remain starving. They're not getting their free lunches anymore. Um, It's difficult getting aid down there. It feels like it's like a couple years in the future like when you're reading it. Um, But it was really good. And I, I always go for the really heavy stuff, so... Um, but this was like a really good book with like a universe uh, what is it called like a parallel universe I guess mm-hmm. or it's not like <laughs> an alternate that's an alternate universe. Um, and I mean if you like reading about anything. Um, if you like reading about, like, you know, single women in their 40s um, <laughs> that are living through a civil war again, then um, this is the book for you. It's very specific. <laughs> it's <genre. laughs> I wonder what the um, so I didn't for that find myself. Yeah, I wanted to read it, and it was good. Um, and then one of the other book that I read recently was *Small Mercies* by Dennis Lehane. So Dennis Lehane did um, *Shutter Island*, *Mystic River*, *Gone Baby Gone*. So they were all really great books that became movies. Um, *Small Mercies* takes place in 1974 in Boston. And we meet uh, Mary Pat, she is our Irish protagonist. Um, Her one son recently died of a drug overdose after he returned from fighting in the Vietnam War. Um, So one morning, Mary Pat's teen daughter Jules doesn't come home from her night out. And that same night, a young black man is found dead under the train tracks. So these events seem unconnected at first glance, but this specific time is set only days away from when Boston's desegregation of its public schools caused upheaval and violence against um, those against it, and of course, um, the black population in Boston. So as Dennis Lehane normally does, he uses his location as another character. South Boston really comes to life, um, and Mary Pat herself wants to find out where her daughter is and what happens. So she takes it upon herself to investigate. And one of the things I really liked about this book is that Mary Pat is just a kick-ass female lead. Like, she literally is a badass. She'll stop at nothing to avenge her daughter. And I love having um, a female character like that, because so I think in all of his other books, it's mostly men. Um, So that was another one I recommend and then um, I just finished shrink shrinking on Apple TV Has anyone watched shrinking?
2: not yet thing. it's no. been recommended to me though it
3: is really good and um, there's only 10 episodes they're 30 minutes each um, and it stars Jason Seagal from How I Met Your Mother or Seagal Siegel, Siegel, yeah uh, Jason Siegel. Harrison Ford is in it and there's tons of others where like you look at them and you're like where do I know them from so I spent a lot of time on IMDB um, trying to figure out who, who all these people were um, Jason Seagal plays Jimmy he just lost his wife um, we meet him at Rock Bottom he has a 17 year old Daughter, he works at a counseling practice as a therapist, and Harrison Ford, um, it's his practice, and he is just this grumpy old man. Um, and then we also have um, another woman in the practice. Um, Harrison Ford is an aging man he's uh, got Parkinson's he doesn't have a good relationship with his daughter we meet quirky neighbors um, we meet some of um, Jimmy's clients um, some of his friends we get to know everybody and the show is all about mending relationships with friends and family um, it ends on a wild cliffhanger which I loved and Brett Goldstein is one of the writers um, along with Jason Segal yeah. and he did Ted Lasso also as, and he starred in it um, so it's really funny and it's cleverly written. What's it on again? Apple. It's Apple TV. Yeah.
0: Okay. Shoot. <laughs> uh, I don't have that one. Yeah,
3: six ninety nine a
2: month. I Just sign and up one for month. for one month. I know I watch put... all the shows, and then that's what I'm doing. before They I get
1: rid have of it. a three month trial. There you go. So I've been so behind on watching any TV shows, not necessarily behind, but I hadn't watched anything new in a long time, mm-hmm. and there was something that was on Apple TV that I wanted to watch, and so in March. I, like, signed up for it, and I got so much of a trial that I thought it was going to expire last week. It actually goes through July. Oh, my gosh. So I started watching Ted Lasso, so I'm excited that you just mentioned that.
3: Yeah, so then next you got to do shrinking. Okay. I was going to cancel my Apple
2: TV because I'm like, well, I don't have anything else to watch. I forgot about shrinking, Mm -hmm. but then I realized I paid for the whole year, so I'm like, yeah. Yeah.
0: I love Harrison Ford. When, when you he's first really were good, describing yeah. it, I'm like, "Oh, that's a real stretch for Harrison Ford, a grumpy old man." But yeah, right. <laughs> like, okay, this one, the, your, it sounds like it. He is uh, actually putting in an effort. He
3: he ends up becoming lovable okay. in it too, and he's got really nice, funny but nice moments between the other characters, and he develops a relationship with um, Jason Segel's daughter on the show, and um, with the neighbors, and he is a really wise therapist as well. So everybody
0: goes. To, he's like a mentor to everyone too. All right, I got to check that out.
2: Nice. Yeah, good. Who hasn't gone? Who's next? I haven't gone yet. Okay, I'll go. Um, so I am really into lately my my band. Um, it sounds cooler than it actually is. I guess no, I'm kidding. Um, so I'm in the American Air Power Museum concert band. Um, we're just a, a bunch of amateur-ish musicians that meet at the museum in Farmingdale once a week and we practice and then we have free concerts um, at the museum for to fundraise for the museum and then also at some of the libraries on Long Island um, you may have seen us last year at the Fan Fest we will be playing again this year Yay. at the Fan Fest November 4th, be there
0: that was the highlight for sure of the yes. Fan Fest last year my son and still we will talks be about again. it Aww. We actually we, well, were we play
2: seventy six trombones. Oh, thank Andrew. you. <laughs> we um, were
0: having uh, lunch at Latifalo over the weekend, and we drove by the library. And he's like, is the band playing today? <laughs> we have
2: a fan, <laughs> Starnum Young. The um, groupie. Yes. So cute. Um, so we are. The summer is when we actually play uh, at a bunch of places. So we had a. Um, the jazz band played for the first time at the museum this past Saturday. They had a fundraiser, uh, the first ever hangar dance. So we just played um, like old-timey dance music for a couple hours, and um, they had a pretty good turnout. So hopefully we'll be doing another one in the future. Um, but then the concert band will be playing. We're playing tomorrow, at which no one will, everyone will hear this one it's too late. So you can't go to this one. Um, we're playing tomorrow at the North Babylon Library. Um, we'll be playing July fourth out at the Patchogue um, Parade that's oh, really? happening. Um, we're going to be set up outside the theater um, and we'll be playing like patriotic tunes during the parade while there's no music happening in the parade. So are not itself. marching. We're not marching. We'll be sitting in front of the theater. So as the parade goes by, if there's no music that's part of the parade that's passing, we'll be we'll filling in the, nice. you know, we'll be filling in. So you could come by the theater and hear us. And then we'll be playing July 6th at the North Belmore Library. Um, that's at 7 o'clock again it's free I just show up I know it's kind of far from here but not really Um, and then again we'll be playing in November at Sayville at the Fan Fest we might have more sometimes these things just pop up you know someone has a connection at at another library and we just decide to play so Coachella yeah right (laughs) (laughs) Um, so that's what I've been doing lately is music stuff nice very fun
0: what instrument do you play for our listeners oh
2: so um In the jazz band, I play tenor saxophone, and in the concert band, I play clarinet. The best two instruments. Mm -hmm.
1: It's true. They're very fun. All right. Are you ready,
0: or should we go to a commercial and listen to some more fifth graders first?
1: I mean, I always want to listen to fifth graders, so I I think we should jump to them.
0: All right, let's listen to some more, and when we come back, Meg will close out the episode with what she's into.
4: Hi, my name is James. I go to Cherry Avenue. My favorite thing to play is football. I enjoy playing football in the summer with my friends. I also like to play football in the summer. Uh, I strike out a bunch of kids, Cameron and it's, kind of, yeah. it's kind of bad. Then <clears> that's <throat> um, really all I like to do. Hi, I'm Graham Nuggerbauer and I go to Terry. I'm about a grade eighth week. fifth grade. And I like to play soccer in the summer. And I also really need to be going in my pool. And I like having friends for Hi, my name is TJ, I go to Cherry Avenue, and my favorite thing to do is to go fishing in the summer, because I like to fish, that's pretty much it. Hi, my name is Garrett Learn. I go to Cherry Avenue Elementary, and I'm excited about going to Fire Island in the summer and going to my summer camp. Hi, My name is Jack Josh- Chang with Sean DiNaprio. And this summer, we're looking forward to Sable Baseball with our Sable Flashes team, and we're hoping to get some wins. Exactly. We're going to have so much fun this year. Hi, my name is Katie O'Malley. I'm from Cherry Avenue. I'm going to Atlantis this summer. I'm going to hang out with some friends and go in the pool. It's going to be a lot of fun. Hi, I'm Grace Neiman. I go to Cherry Avenue, and this summer, I'm going to the water park for the first time, probably. And I'm gonna go on some scary roller coasters with friends and stuff. I'm gonna watch a lot of scary movies and basically never be out my house. Hi, my name is Abby. I live Monsters Inc. because I live Mike Wazowski and I go to the beach all summer. Hi, my name is Sophia Fabian. And all summer, I'm gonna basically go to New Jersey. And my birthday's in August, so that's exciting. And yeah. I have two best friends watching me speak. (laughs) (laughs) And yeah. (laughs) Hello, my name is Annalise. And this summer, I am probably going to have a lot of friends sleep over and I'm probably going to go to Davis Park and go on my boat and probably go tubing and jet skiing with a lot of my friends hi my name is chloe rogers and giselle o'connell we're both from cherry avenue and here are some of our favorite things to do in the summer go in the pool hang out with friends go into town and ride bikes hope Hope you have have a a great summer
0: summer. and we're back all right man closes out
1: um so i mentioned before that i have been watching ted lasso and because i haven't watched a lot of tv lately or streamed any shows um, I'm really excited about that. I was watching uh, Abbott Elementary for a while, and now they're kind of done for the season, so I needed something else. And I had that um, trial of Apple TV, so I've been really enjoying Ted Lasso. I'm definitely going to add Marianne's recommendation to my list once I'm done with that. Um, and then, in terms of books, I just finished and then immediately started rereading Fourth Wing by Rebecca Yaros, um, which I don't know that any of you are familiar with. Um, It's amazing. It's so good. And it's not... It's Let me describe it before I tell you a little bit more about it. Um, It is Aragon, but grown up. If you're familiar with uh, Christopher Paolini's Aragon from about, I don't know, 15 years ago. Um, But so there's dragons and it's this war college. And um, there's four quadrants that people can go off into but this really focuses on the writers and how they have to have um, like a partnership with a dragon. Um, it's very exciting. So this author uh, I guess traditionally has written a lot of romance and this is her first foray into fantasy and it's just done really well. Like it's definitely not a literary masterpiece but it weaves in just classic fantasy tropes in a really nice way. And something uh that I talked about last time I was on the podcast was uh Sarah J. Mass's A Court of Thorns and Roses. And um it was great. It was very like that's quintessential new like romanticy So like fantasy books with like a strong romantic plotline. And Fourth Wing is definitely in that genre, but something that I've noticed as I've read other books in that genre is that a lot of the fantasy is kind of just kind of slapped together to let the romance take the lead in the story and the fantasy in fourth wing is so good like I was so intrigued in this college and like the way the military worked in this world and just the main character's growth outside of really any of her relationships and her romantic relationship was really um like, well-established, but her friendships definitely came first. And it was interesting to see that. Um, It reminded me a lot of Aragon, like I said, but there were definitely also elements that were similar to A Court of Thorns and Roses, some things that were similar to The Hunger Games. If anyone's familiar with Divergent, there were similarities to that series as well. Um, And those are all very, like, strong YA series from when I, well, from not even just from when I was a teenager reading them, but from, like, the early 2010s when like that kind of fantasy YA genre was really having a moment and this was very reminiscent of that but it feels fresh because it's now and it kind of ties the best part of all of those series together really nicely and then it has like a really satisfying romantic storyline so this is apparently going to be a five book series mm-hmm. and this was the first one and it came out in may so when i read it a couple weeks ago i didn't realize how brand new it was and immediately regretted getting so into this brand new book but apparently the second book is out in november so it's very exciting it's not bad um but it's great and it really was so fun that i immediately started rereading it because there were details that i missed the first time around so that's been really great i've been watching ted lasso like i said and uh I'm getting ready for summer. Yeah. I'm excited for uh, the summer reading program. And the other just thing I'm into is I grew up here, like I've said, I think many times I referenced being in the summer reading club in Sayville in the last episode. But um, a lot of my friends have since moved away and I'm still living locally. So the first like week in July, most of my best friends from here are all going to be Back on the island for the first time in a while so what we've been into lately is finding like the quintessential like sayville long island some new york city things to do that like you have to do when you're here and they're not necessarily like the tourist things that you would do with somebody who isn't from here so it's like fun to see what like a local wants to squeeze in while they're here and isn't something that i've really had to think about before because i've just been here So like we're gonna make sure we go to All American, and we have to go to Ralph's, and like that Mm -hmm. beach, and then pizza, and then ice cream, kind of perfect summer day.
3: Bacon, egg, and cheese. Exactly.
1: Like while sitting in front of some water somewhere in a car. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So like anytime anyone comes back home, mm -hmm.
2: like some of my friends just like live in Brooklyn. If they come Mm -hmm. back to the area, they have to go to All American. That's like without question. Right. That's one of the stops. And I know Suffolk County people don't always know about All-American, but it's a pretty big deal. It's 100%. worth the drive. It's, it's an old hamburger joint oh. in, in people oh. like old-fashioned drive-in, okay. and it's delicious.
1: It's literally just a counter. Yeah, a well, counter, I mean, you, inside you, you drive in, in, you get yeah. out,
2: you order, you eat in your car. We're at the, some tables outside. They don't have e- seating inside. It's greasy. It's, it's
1: great. Yeah. It's, they yeah. make
2: their own french fries.
1: Oh, I didn't know that. Yes.
2: And it's just, it used to be really cheap. Now, I mean, they've obviously raised their prices Mm -hmm. as everything does, but it's still pretty like affordable. But yeah, like a hamburger, I think when we were, when I was younger, it used to be like 49 cents or or something ridiculous. It's not
1: that now, but it's worth the drive and the price. So it's fun. It's
0: really good. Great recommendations. All right. Thanks everyone for joining. Those are some great recommendations. And um, let's close it out with some more fifth graders talking about what they're going to be doing this summer. All right. Thanks, everyone, for listening.
2: Thank you.
3: you.
4: Hi, my name is Ava Manikino, and I go to Lincoln Avenue. One thing that I love to do is dancing. I've been dancing for eight years, and it's one thing that I can't live without. I do tap, hip-hop, contemporary, and jazz. Hi, my name is Alana band I do Nisma and Skimia. I got an excellent and an outstanding. I also did Skimia. My favorite song was Alaska, Alaska. My name is Daniela Trentini, and I go to Lincoln Avenue. I like to do art. I'm actually making my own company of doing um, ugly companies. Like, per se, I do Pokemon. Like, I make a Pokemon ugly. And I will sell those art things for 50 cents. Hi, I'm Kellen Kami and I love to do dance. It's my entire life. I do hip-hop ballet, lyrical, cool, and more. My name is Audrey Leo. I go to Lincoln Avenue, and I'm going to be talking about my summer. This summer, I'm going to go to Canada, and we're going to be going to the Bay of Fundy, and we're going to go and stay at some houses. It's going to be really fun. Hi, my name is Ryan Munster saying I, I, come, I come from Lincoln Avenue, and, I, uh, and for the summer, I'm like going to like Legoland. Hi, and I'm Aviana Baralato. I'm Scarlett Traynor, and we are in fifth grade. In Lincoln Avenue. We play soccer. We think it's the best sport. We're on the Bateman Sirens. In soccer, I play striker. I play center defense. And if you don't play soccer, maybe you should try soccer. It's the best. Yeah. Hi, I'm Cameron Timney from Lincoln Avenue. <laughs> Hi, I'm Holly Cunningham from Lincoln Avenue. And we're going to be talking about what we're doing over the summer. OK, so I'm going to Kalahari for a dance competition, Nationals. I'm just gonna be playing soccer and spending all my days at the pool because that's like the only thing I like to do during the summer because everything else is just plain boring. And And we're we're gonna gonna be be hanging out.
3: (laughs) (laughs) And we're gonna be hanging
4: out. Exactly. All right, we're done.